All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to whoever you are, wherever you are. This is episode 53 of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. I'm Vosani Mativa, also known as Vosani the Violator. I'm because sitting... he violates people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting across my friend and co-host, Sizwe Moyo, also yeah, known yeah. as Sizzle the Saint. These days we've been sitting like way across from each other. This is a different, it's a different thing for us, man. Yeah. Getting used to it. And of course, shout out to our missing co-host, Allison. She's not missing, bro. Okay, <laughs> she's not missing. She's just not present for the recordings. Yeah, shout out to Allison. We need to be careful of how we use the word missing because yeah, Twitter, Twitter is a mess today. Mm. <laughs> All right, let me get this gum out of my mouth. Yeah, I can hear your nigger lips flapping in my <laughs> ears, bro. <laughs> oh, what a classic tweet. <laughs> For those of you who don't get the joke, please refer to episode 47, nigger lips. Yeah, that is a hell of a tweet. Um, <laughs> anyway, how have you been? How's your week been? Uh, I've had a good week. I've had an interesting week, Uh, like... Relatively, you know, we've been on lockdown for quite some time. Nothing interesting has really happened uh, to me. But something really interesting happened this week. Mm. Mm. What happened? Don't go mm, in my ear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a semi over here. Look, uh, I visited an old friend from high school, okay? And, well, we weren't really friends in high school. We actually became friends afterwards. Yeah. And I learned some, like, a couple of years down the line that she actually had a crush on me. And you got to understand, this is the chick that every guy wanted in school. So for me to find out that she had a crush on me, and obviously I had a crush on her, it was a life-changing thing. So that happened, like, sometime last year. I found out that she had a crush on me. So I went to go visit her, right? Yeah. And uh, I need to be very careful about how I go about this. But I want to know... How you'd feel if you'd you seen somebody that you liked after a really long time and they're just not quite the same. They don't look, <laughs> they don't look the same, bro. They they're less attractive. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he gave me the the off record note, <laughs> yeah. that, that nod to be like yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it does be like that sometimes. Like you get the people who. We're like the hardest person in primary school. Mm. Then in high school, they kind of faded. Or you get the person that was the hardest in high school, and then now in adulthood, it's kind of yeah. faded. Yeah. And you get the reverse. The yeah. person who was ugly or just okay in their school days, and yeah. now in, a, in our 20s, they're like the hardest thing ever. Yeah, so yeah. it'd be like that sometimes, you it, know. It was really re- weird, bro, because like, I saw a picture of her a couple of months ago. Yeah. And you know she was all natural, you know, not a lot of makeup on and whatnot, and she looked really good, bro. Then to like that day that I saw her, it was just like, what happened between that photo and today? Dude? Like. <laughs> How much has happened? Like, how much has gone wrong, bro? So, gone wrong. <laughs> but, it, dude, I don't want to be a dick because she's, like, r- literally one of the coolest people that I know, period. Yeah. She's got a great personality. Now it sounds like I'm copying pleas and shit, but for real, like, she's one of the coolest people out there. But she just, 
maybe I went there with the wrong expectations. Maybe I went there thinking, yeah, today I'm going to get coochie. No? Mm. But I didn't because I saw how she looked. <laughs> so, if she looked different, were you going to... Wait, can let me start like this. Is she also interested in you, right? Yeah, I'm assuming that the conversations leading up to this visit were sort of on that wavelength where you guys kind of had an interest in each other. Yeah. You know, you wanted to see each, each other in a somewhat romantic or sexual way. Okay, it, it wouldn't be in a platonic way, but it wouldn't be in a sexual way. It's some, somewhere kind sexual of... Sexual tension. It's in the Yeah, room. it's somewhere in the middle yeah. in between like going there to bone and going there to see an old friend after a long time. It's it's some weird paradigm that I was stuck in on on I don't know what but it was. But then Tuesday. you saw her and it was I'm just here to see you as a friend. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, oh, yeah, I, I helped her, you know, do some stuff there. Yeah, I'm not going to give away too much cuz that person's going to know exa- exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> and I visited a few people this week actually. Oh. So Yeah. This nigga breaking all the lockdown rules. Yeah. I mean, look i've had no human contact bro like i know i live with five other people but it's just not the same dude like i haven't seen my friends uh like besides you and the people that i've seen this week i haven't seen any of my friends bro so i needed to do something you know or do someone or do someone (laughs) (laughs) anyways how was your week bro my week was chilled Mm mm-hmm just indoors. Just indoors, yeah. Yeah, same old, same old. Same old. Nothing same new, old. nothing special. How do you feel about the Premier League returning in a couple of days? I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And I, I'd like to see Liverpool lift that trophy. I've been waiting. It's, a, it's long enough. It, well, your whole life, basically. Mm, yeah, <laughs> in essence. In essence. But yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm ready too, man. I, I've seen. Uh, some highlights the boys are looking sharp you know from all the teams except for arsenal i mean i think arsenal looks the worst yeah they got beat by brentford 3-2 in a friendly bro and there's no excuse they were using first team players majority of them yeah so i don't really see the excuse there but uh anyways let's get I'm, i'm hoping arsenal will beat man city for us for you. So that it doesn't affect you guys. You guys no, have won this but game. But if bro. they beat Manchester City, then we need one more win instead of two uh, wins. Okay, and that means we okay, can okay. win on Everton's turf. Ooh. So that would make it more special to win on your your rivals, your derby yeah. team, you know, yeah. to win on their ground. That would make that would make it so much better. I yeah. got to admit. I got to admit. But anyway, let's let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into today. What what do you got for us? What do you what would you like to touch on first? The same thing we've been touching on for weeks and mm. weeks mm. and weeks and weeks and weeks. Good old cancel cancel culture. That's my culture. Canceling is your culture. It's my culture. You know, good old cancel culture. But of course, more specific in cancel culture canceling people who commit femicide and gender-based violence Mm -hmm. and are just you know what is the word predators they're they're very predatory with regard with relation to women in south africa right so of course this week uh, i discussed this with the team you know with you and our co-host 
So as on the the socials, of course, last year in South in South Africa, we saw the rape list, right? Right. This big rape list came out, exposing <laughs> and calling out many guys who have been predatory towards women. You know, either they've raped them, abused them, or they've just been very predatory. Yeah. And there was a, a list was compiled. Women were encouraged to call out their abusers, right? Yeah. And a list was made of all these abusers. I think there's a Google form or document that you can download of the list, actually. Really? Yeah. I wasn't aware because I always forget who was on the list. Like, I don't remember half the people. He was on the list. He was on the list. Like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Like, okay. So, of course, uh, one of the, the list was also full of some famous faces mm-hmm. or influential, you know, mm. in the words of Drake. Bitch, this is fame, not clout. You know, Facts. some of most South African people have clout, not actual fame. So well, how, how do you differentiate Clout is for influence, influ- influencers. Fame is for your superstars. Mm. So, like okay, in a I South African you. context, Bonang is famous. That girl that gets twenty something thousand views on YouTube has clout. Got you. Yeah. Got you. So, Chef Tibbs, right? It's the name of a of a guy. I think his full name is Tibelo, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But he's known as Chef Tibbs or Tibbs, T-I-B-Z. He was on this rape list that was put out last year. And, you know, it was a big thing because he's a very influential guy on social media. Gotcha. He's a chef. You know, he obviously hosts a lot of events full of influencers and even celebrities. You know, they go to his events and stuff. He does, he has lots of businesses and things. You know, your typical influential, powerful guy. Got you. He's on this rape list. There was an outrage about it, you know. People tried to cancel him. It didn't really work because he has a lot of social capital. He's Mm -hmm. Like I'm saying, he's too popular. He's got his hands in too many pots, Mm. you know. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) He's connected to too many people as well in the industry and stuff. So... People tried to cancel him. His stock has gone down in terms of socially. I don't know about financially and Mm business-wise. But then people still go to his events. To this day, he still hosts events. He still has his restaurant, whatever stuff going on. People still enjoy his business and his company and all that. Yeah. So, on Twitter this past week, uh, Twitter user at JoeHuman... <laughs> yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's an inside joke uh, to this because of podcast friends of the show. Politics. Yeah, politics. You know, people are related to people. People are fr- <laughs> people, people are, are fr- related to people. People bro. are friends of people. <laughs> you know, yeah. S- Joburg is a small place. Let me put it like that. It is. It really is. So Joe Twitter use Twitter user at Joe Human. Um, tweeted in the midst of what's going on now. Of course. We've seen the new hashtag for Tsehofatsopule. You know, unfortunately, she was killed. You know, another victim of femicide. Rest in peace. And amongst was many... Was she the one that was pregnant as well? Was she the one yes, that was... Yes, I think she's the one that was eight months pregnant. God damn. So, that's like killing two lives, actually. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a baby in uh, there, it's bro. terrible. Terrible God news. Damn. So, of course, the timeline sparked up again. Yeah. Gender-based gender-based violence is now a topic again right because of this lady's death 
amongst many millions of other ladies' deaths. Mm-hmm. And Joe Human goes on to write a Twitter thread saying the usual activist thing. You know, we need to change our society. Oh my God. Men bro. do better, hold each other accountable, this call out. This was the out. funny part, bro. Right. This is the funny part. It's the classic thing that we do as guys. Like, every single time something happens, as guys, we always go, we need to do better. Let's call out each other, you know, like expose abusers, do, you know, do all the right, we say all the right things. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Human wrote a Twitter, a Twitter thread saying all the right things. Can I, can I read it for the people? Yeah, please do. So Joe Human said, and I quote, Most times I wish I could just take out my tools and design a world where women don't have to look, at, uh, to look over their shoulders in fear. Where leaving their homes isn't suicide. I wish it was as easy as getting a picture, uh, as editing a picture in Photoshop. It breaks my heart. The stories, the cries, the deaths, conversations we have as gents. Uh, wait, no, 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 that's wrong. Uh, um, the cries, deaths, and the little to no attention men give to these issues. We can design a world like that. We can make spaces safer for women. Our sisters, uh, friends, mothers, partners. It begins by accepting we're a pr- we're a problem. It begins by calling out and speaking out. Uh, and then he finally says, it begins by changing the conversations we have as gents, in quotations for some reasons. Uh, it's by taking action through actively educating each other about gender-based violence, standing in solidarity with souls that have been affected by this. But fuck it, guys. We can't do it alone. As a man, it's your responsibility to educate the people in your circle. So that, that last line, just uh, uh, as a man, it's your responsibility to educate the people in your circle. Mm. That's what makes this even more ominous, bro. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, 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 I was taken aback because the part that you were about to reveal was the part that I saw first. I didn't see the tweet. I saw the, mm. the WhatsApp conversation first. Yeah. And that just made this a little bit more ominous for me, but I'll let you carry on. So... After that beautiful, beautiful thread by Joe Human, and it really is, I, I, it it has the right sentiment. Yeah, too. you know, it's yeah. it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful words. Yeah, you know, he said all the right things. Yeah, <sighs> what a beautiful performance, Oscar winning. Oscar winning, <laughs> right? I need to give you this. <laughs> <laughs> I need to give you know, this. Let me let me give him a clap. Oh, oh, man. Man. Oh, oh, right. So. After that beautiful passage of words by Joe Human, a lady by the name of Karen Khanyaho mm-hmm. decided to quote tweet Joe's tweets or the thread with a WhatsApp screenshot. Is this you? Right. I love these. Yeah. Is this you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, clapbacks. It's a, it's a, this. Is this you? <laughs> huh? Is this, this you? Name? This you? This you, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, cool, all right. This you? All right. So, Karen, uh, let me find that picture real quick. Do you have it there? I think it's close by, close to the tweet. Yeah. I like your your narration voice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. So, Karen Khanyaho quotes Joe Human's tweet with a WhatsApp screenshot. So, this was a conversation between Joe Human and someone else. Do we know who this someone else is who's under the violator? I guess this is someone that knows Karen and Joe, both of mm. them. So okay. here's what Joe said in a private WhatsApp conversation with regards to 
Tibbs, Chef Tibbs, the guy that's on the rape list, right? This mm. influential, powerful man right. who's been accused of rape and being, you know, an abusive person. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Joe says, I've been thinking a lot about me and what I want to do, where I want to go and who I keep in my circle. I've decided to continue working with Tibbs. He's been a part of my journey for a while and has opened so many doors for me. Aside from business, he's been a good brother and human. I know how much you know, uh, how much you and Karen don't like him, but I don't have anything to do with his past and mistakes. I don't know how this changes our friendship, but I know Karen will unfollow me and block me on socials as she did before, which I'm ready to accept. So before <laughs> I carry on, it seems like Joe's biggest concern is getting unfollowed and blocked on social media. Like, is there not a bigger issue in his mind yeah. in this whole thing? I always like to know how people like this think. Because earlier this week, I was asked by another friend of the pod, Lucia. How do you feel about listening to people's music? Something that we've been discussing for a long time on the podcast as well. How do you feel about listening to people's music who have done fucked up things? How do you feel? I told her... It's, it's it's hard to condone their behavior, but when you grow up listening to somebody, uh, R. Kelly, for example, you want to keep those songs because they've got sentimental value to you, for instance. Mm. So it is a bit of a touch-and-go thing. It can be one of your guilty pleasures, so you don't have to tell people about it. <laughs> yeah. But um, supporting the person actually buying music and stuff like that, just don't rather don't do it because you'll be enriching a predator. Yeah. Um. So supporting now, let's let's not get it fucking twisted. Joe did not rape anybody, as far as we know, right? Yeah, as far as we know, he did not rape anybody. He did not uh, beat up anybody. He, he didn't. He didn't do any of that. But what he did was make himself complicit in those actions. Yeah. So I don't really know. Like this is the moral dilemma that I always have in these kind of situations is. Is Joe on better moral ground because he didn't actually do the rape? Or is he on the same uh, more uh, immoral ground because he's condoning the behavior of somebody who did? You know, there's that famous quote that says, ah, I'm just going to paraphrase it. Mm -hmm. I don't know it word for word verbatim. Mm -hmm. But there's that quote that says, if you choose to be neutral, you're siding with the oppressor. Mm. Mm. Joe, in this situation, chose his business relationships. Like he says, I'm going to continue working with Tibbs. Because he's done so, because, so much for yeah, me. Yeah, because he's opened up business doors and avenues for me. Right. So he was basically saying, I know this guy raped someone. I know right now he's under fire. Everyone hates him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to keep in despite of that. It's in my best interest financially and business-wise to keep working with him. So I'm not going to distance myself from him. By the way, can I play devil's advocate as I usually do? Yeah. All right. This list is a list of people who allegedly raped girls, right? I think it would be a very big mistake. There's this thing in the Me Too movement going on right now saying, believe the woman, uh, believe the victim. Mm. But they're all alleged victims. We can't believe them just on the word. There's nowhere in law where you can ever assume somebody guilty before their innocence. 
Yeah, that's true. So I think we need to be very careful. Tibbs is still an alleged rapist. That's that's another thing that complicates this thing a bit. Is Joe siding with the rapist or an alleged rapist? It makes the world of difference. Yeah, that's true. It makes true. the world of difference. But let's just assume yeah. that, that this, this Tibbs guy is the aggressor. Because there have been multiple people. It's not just one woman that came out against him. Correct. So but there was there is a pattern forming. This is what I always that say. The guy is predatory as well. Consensus doesn't yeah. make fact. This is what I always say. Consensus doesn't make something a fact. So evidence makes things facts, bro. Yeah, that's we, true. We can't say because Michael Jackson was accused of thirty kids. Uh, uh, was accused by thirty kids of molestation that he's a molester. That's consensus. Consensus doesn't win you cases. Yeah, <laughs> it's just thirty people saying that this guy raped me. It's not evidence for anything. So I don't. I also want to throw that cons- that thing of multiple people accusing this person of the same thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's not a good way of going about it. Yeah, and I think what I found interesting, right? So I'll say this. I get it. Mm-hmm. We live in a capitalist society. Right. If something helps you grow financially, let me tell you, I'll be, it's most of us, right, right. who reacted to this situation. We are very hypocritical. Because mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, if you know that your businesses or your finances are somewhat tied to your connection to someone, if that person is outed as this terrible human that's a rapist or murderer, abuser, you stand to lose a lot. You stand to lose a lot. Mm-hmm. If you know that they are not going to serve any time, they're still out. They can still do work. Mm. Chances are, in private, you're going to keep working with them. Mm. That's just the way capitalism is. Most of us, on the outside, we might say, wow, I can't believe it. Mm. But deep in turn, you're going to be like, this guy's my bag. That's a, I'm just saying that's how hypocritical most of us would be. Most of us would do what Joe did. I know... I'm not saying everyone, but mm. a hell of a lot of people would do what Joe did. Can but we, I'm not we, saying that makes it okay. No, nah, for sure. Bro. So I think what I found interesting, though, yeah. was that in that message he sent, he said, Tibbs past mistakes and whatever he's done in the past, I was not a part of. That was a very interesting statement mm. because that kind of shows... Like, if I'm now stepping into the world of Joe, yeah, that to me means that he is willing to look past people's transgressions as long as it lines up his pocket. Okay, let me let me ask you something. Let's say I raped someone. <laughs> yeah. Now let's make this example, <laughs> no, right? Yeah. Put this into real life things, bro. Let, like, let's say I raped someone, and it's before you and I ever met, right? Mm. And then five years down the line, the podcast strikes gold. We're rich as fuck now. You knew all about my past and mistakes. And now you're eating off the podcast that we do together. How how would you navigate through that? If if, if you're in the situation that Joe's in, uh, you made your bag after this guy, uh, after this guy allegedly raped somebody. How do you navigate that? Like what? It, what? What is your moral? Yeah, you see, yeah. that's why I say it becomes tough. It becomes really tough. Because now I've also got something to lose. God, man. And God. I have to now look at my own moral compass. And I have to be like, am I willing to start over? 
am I willing to start new projects without you and cut you off from my life? And for some people, they do that. Some people do make that tough decision. And it's a morally just decision where they go, I'm not going to work with someone like this, right? But for other people, it's not that simple mm. because it's like, this was my source of income. This is how I take care of myself and my family. Mm. And now my partner, my friend, whoever, what they've done is now put all of that at risk. Mm. And there's pressure from the public for me to stop being friends with you, to stop working with you. And that opens up another conversation of reform, right? Yeah, yeah. Because one thing I do know, right, that I've learned while studying psychology is that reform works best when a person has a support system. Correct. A support system of their friends, their family, etc. Yeah. So this is one of my other nitpicks with cancel culture, right? And this is also where I kind of hope, when I also look at Joe's statement on Twitter, I kind of hope that he is aiding Tibbs' reform. I'm hoping that because he's still associated with the guy, if Tibbs did what he did, or even if he didn't, I'm hoping that Joe Human had those conversations with him to help his reform, to explain to him why being predatory is wrong, why treating women in certain ways is wrong. Do you know what I mean? But listening to the message that I just read from Joe, do you think that he's actually doing that? Do you think That's, he doesn't seem concerned about what that guy Yeah, did? He's concerned about his own interests. That's another thing. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't it's seem It's a great like, performance on Twitter. <sighs> like, and this isn't a thing of just Joe Human. Let me put this out there, right? This mm-hmm. is just an example we're making to help people understand, mm-hmm. to give context. But there's many, many situations like this where people, someone who's influential or in a position of power or just helps you get the bag, Mm -hmm. can mess up, can do something really bad. Mm -hmm. And then now, do his friends cut him off? Do you have to cut them off? Do we cancel this person, in essence, right? Like, how does the cancelling of this person go? Do we cancel this person and we all abandon you? Because that's not going to help you reform. Yeah, I he's can just t- going to go around doing the same thing to other people. I girls. can tell you, it's going to make you a worse human because mm. you've lost human contact now mm. with people, which is never good for your health. Mm. That's, like, literally not good for anyone's health. Mm. And you can't do anything with people. People don't want nothing to do with you. So it's like, how do you get better? when everyone's pushing you away. So, that's why I said this also opens up another conversation about reform when it comes to cancel culture. When people make mistakes in their past, how do we go about helping them unlearn their bad behavior and become better people in society? Um, just better people overall. Man, life is a sick game, bro. It's a game of image, reputation, 
And that's another thing that I found really, I like, ironic, I guess, about this whole Joe Human thing, was that he's... He's a PR person. He's a he's a marketing person. He's a brand oriented person. He knows what what it means to uh, to ruin your reputation and how easily it can be done. And it happened to him in, just at the snap of a finger, bro. Like one minute you're giving everybody advice on how to conduct yourselves as a brand. Uh, uh, he's giving people advice. Well, he's giving brands advice on how to conduct themselves. The next minute, his brand is being tarnished with something like this. Like. Why not? Because this is what we were taught in PR. I just love how our two fields can come together on something like this. What I studied in PR was that it's always best to tell the truth. It's easy yeah. to it's easy to make something like to spin something like often we're called spin doctors, which we don't really like <laughs> because we're actually taught not to do that. <laughs> we're taught from the very beginning. We, we even sign like a code of conduct saying that, you know, we're going to be ethical and whatnot, like yeah. to conduct ourselves. But obviously people don't always do that. But either way, he should know that it's important to tell the truth from the jump. It's very easy to pick out a liar or somebody who's acting. It's very easy, dude. The, the public is not stupid, bro. The public is not stupid. We see this all the time with politicians. They're probably the worst PR things, like political parties and stuff. Yeah. Zuma does something. No, that's not what he meant. Like, no, he was just... Not, like, they always try to spin things. So, I think it's very important for somebody like Joe to know... I think, I think it's something that he should have known better to do. If he comes out with a statement, he just needs to be out. Outright. Has he come up with a statement yet? Do we know anything? Man, I don't know. The last I checked, he was go- he's gone quiet. He's gone quiet. Because people are asking the questions now about his association with Tibbs. Mm. And he's gone quiet ever since he posted that thread. Silence. Do we know how old that message was, that WhatsApp conversation? It must have been late 2019 because that's when the rape list came about. Mm. So mm. it's between late 2019 and sometime early 2020. That's oh, another thing. Yeah. So, I think, right, uh, to top off this conversation, in essence, like, what Joe did was terrible, right? Siding with the the aggressor or the abuser, mm-hmm. like, in the manner in which he did, to say... To say things like his past mistakes have nothing to do with me. Mm. He opened up business doors for me. Like, basically what you were saying is, he makes me money. I don't care what he's done. Which means, in essence, his past mistakes have everything to do with you. <laughs> if yeah. that's somebody, if somebody whose past mistakes are affecting your bag, that means the past mistakes matter the world to you now, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Am I the only one that sees it that way? But I I see it that I think what Joe did. Yeah, I I think when I look at cancel culture as a whole, mm-hmm. and we take into account a whole lot of influential people, mm-hmm. there's a lot of influencers who are doing what Joe is doing. Tr- believe me on that. Mm. Like trust, trust me. Mm. Right. In the words of Drake again, trust me, daddy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Right. So trust me, there's a lot of influencers who know problematic people mm. that are doing problematic things and they still work with them oh. in private. Right. Yeah. They still work with these people in private. Maybe in the public eye, they put on performances like Joe Human did. 
and they say all the right things in the public about how change must be enacted. But in private, believe me, they continue to work with these people. They continue to work with brands. Mm. Be- believe me, like, these people will come out and be like, man, screw H&M, screw Superbalist. But they're the ones giving them free listen, sneakers, free clothes. And the, listen, those people are going to continue to work with those brands. Facts. Maybe it won't be as public as it was, but in some form, they're going to use, they they will continue. Mm. People are like that. Mm. Mm. So, I think this thing, right, there's a huge conversation mm. that needs to be had on cancel culture. How we are going about this. How we are really canceling people, reforming people, and choosing how to side with people or stay connected to people in situations like this. Because this was a very big deal, I think, considering mm. Joe Human's brand and persona mm. on the internet is that he is Joe Human. He's human, this like human guy that does all the right things. Mm. And now we see he sided with someone that's an alleged abuser, right? So that's why it was such a big story. And especially in the midst of this gender-based violence that's going on in the country. So yeah. I think if you're going to play the role of a good guy, do it for real. Do it for real. Do it for real. Like, don't go out and tweet for retweets and likes. Mm. Like, stop chasing the endorphins of getting a million retweets and likes. I know it makes you feel good. <laughs> Shit, every time I get a like or comment, I get endorphins. There's a tingling feeling. Yeah, yeah you yeah, get yeah. those endorphins. It's nice. Mm. But stop chasing those at the expense of a good cause. Mm. Rather shut up about the cause. Tweet about other things. Look, I, I my advice, like I said, is... To tell the truth only because the short-term effects of telling the truth... Okay, the short-term effect of telling the truth will be uproar, right? Yeah. But there won't be of like any of that catching up with you in the long term. Exactly. So lying, which we're advised against <laughs> by everything, religions, <laughs> our profession... <laughs> like, everything advises you against lying because of how terrible the effects are, bro. Like, I can tell you a lie now. You can buy it. Eight years down the line, yo... Bro, we owe you an apology. We're sorry. Um, uh, I, I lied about this and this and this. For instance, that Leaving Neverland thing. I'll never forget it, bro. I'll never forget it. Those yeah. kids were found out to be liars right after that documentary. Like, they, 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 somebody put out a counter documentary. Yeah. Saying that here are all the holes in all these kids' stories. Oprah realized that it was a lie. She pulled her, her videos about Michael Jackson off the internet. So... Lying catches up with you. you like, the, the director of that shit is probably not even a reputable person anymore. Don't exactly. let lying catch up with you. Just tell the truth in the beginning. Tell the truth in the beginning. I cannot stress that enough, bro. Because, can I tell you what's the, the wildest thing about cancel culture? Yeah. Is that when your lie catches up to you, other shady people will cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> like, believe, believe you, like... Other shady people who are doing exactly what you do yeah. will cancel you for their own good, like in the public Shh. eye. They will seriously cut you off. It's a cold world, man. And that's how cold the world is because your lie caught up with you. 
they're gonna be like ah fuck i'm pulling the plug on this guy even though i'm still a liar and i'm still bad mm. so guys just tell the truth man i'd appreciate it if joe and many other influential people would come out and tell us the truth and be like i still work with such person that was accused mm. and mm. this is the reason why Rather tell me, be honest with me, and just put it straight. I don't want a nice thing written on the notes app. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people hate bluntness. Yeah. I appreciate bluntness. I appreciate it as well. Like, be blunt and be like, I still work with so-and-so that was accused of whatever mm-hmm. because it enriches me, and I use that money to support my lifestyle. If you guys don't like it, well, sorry. I would rather accept that. I know a lot of people are like, the, the brazenness, the disrespect, the mm. audacity. But mm. I'll be like, that's honesty. He came Just out, like he told that, me bro. his truth. Just like that. I can now decide, am I going to side with you or not? Exactly. I think, I think from, uh, let's say, a reputation point of view, the public will, will definitely appreciate that. I think yeah. there will be less of this, I can't believe he's still working with them if people found out. Yeah. Like... There'll be less of that if, if, if you just said it out in the open, like... But if people found out, they're going to be like... Yeah, there's just going to be uproar, man. You see, because now there's uproar for Joe. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, like, influential people, if you're hearing this, do the right thing. Tell the truth. I'm not going to tell you who you can hang out with and can't hang out with. Like I said, I have my views from what I've studied. Yeah. That reform needs a support structure. Mm. Even with that other guy... Larry and Jitus, the one oh, who yeah, the microwave boy. Yeah, so okay. even though it was proved that he did abuse that girl, mm-hmm. I don't think it was so good that everyone cut him off, because it doesn't aid in his reform. Right, right. I must say we need to be friends with him, give him a million dollars. No, because mm-hmm. I know people also take things to extreme. I'm just saying, you might not need to enrich the person, but you don't need to completely cut them off. Social reform needs a support structure. So if you're going to help someone become a better human being, yes, continue being their friend, offering them advice, offering Mm. them support on how to be better. Mm. Doesn't necessarily, you can cancel their TV shows, whatever it is. Cool. But offer them advice to be a better human. Teach them to be better. Exactly. We don't want a case where like people are, killing themselves because they can't live with what they've done to other people like no this is still a human being who just needs to be improved bro like exactly. that's the only thing i can say not that i'm saying we should feel sorry for people yeah like that. don't feel sorry but, but aid their aid them, de- development like all you can do is make them better that's like literally all you can do you can't make them any worse than the action exactly. that they've done like rape i think is the bottom of the barrel it's down there with murder bro so Please, like, you cannot make the person worse. Just do whatever you can. I know how it might seem. Like, for instance, uh, Bill Clinton. I don't know if you watched the Jeffrey Epstein app. No, not yet. Um, not yet. Doc. The Jeffrey Epstein. But uh, I, I know a lot about him because of the conspiracy theories. I heard. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Adrenochrome. Mm. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome are rich people drinking the blood of children well, not the blood of children but something like that <laughs> I know a lot of Ellen DeGeneres, Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein and a whole lot of Hollywood people on these things but anyway <laughs> right, Jeffrey Epstein yeah yeah no I was, I was just uh, 
drawing the parallel between Bill Clinton, because he was clearly a close personal friend of Jeffrey Epstein, and he's denied all contact with Jeffrey Epstein. Like, he he says he didn't know what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. Well, for everybody who doesn't know, Jeffrey Epstein was... um, I guess it's coercion of little girls. He was he was he was kind of uh, prostituting them. It was like if you do this and this for me, I'll give you two hundred bucks. Kind of transaction. So, Bill Clinton till this day denies any contact with him. But if you go back into the records, if you watch that doc, you'll find out. You know, Bill Clinton was on his private jets. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton was going on holiday with him and his wife. Hillary yeah. was there too. So, like a lot of these people are really fake in the public eye, but. Behind closed doors, they're doing nasty shit with fourteen-year-old girls, bro. So exactly, I know what I know how important it is to preserve your image. But if you're Bill Clinton now, you're probably close to eighty years old. You just want you still want to live with that kind of thing. I I think that's kind of disgusting, bro. Oh man, this social <coughs> social capital is crazy. It really People is. People do man. anything to make their image look good. But anyway, mm. we've we've been talking for forty straight minutes. Whoa, forty-one actually. Let's get into some music, bro. It was good conversation. All right. Let's talk some music. Not talk music. Play music. Of course, this is the section of the show, for those of you who are new to it, where we play music. It's called Songs of the Week. Uh, Do you have any picks? Oh, yeah. By the way, while while we look for some picks to play, I saw a post, right? Uh, Someone wrote an album review of Chloe and Halley's new album, Ungodly Hour. Didn't that just come out yesterday? Exactly. So, the album was released on the 12th of June. This album review was released on the 12th of June. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I don't want to shout into the mic. Please. (laughs) Guys, like, please. You can't review an album in less than... 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see album reviews in anything under a week. Facts, bro. Listen to an album for at least seven straight days. Then write a review. Don't come write fancy words about about an album within six hours of it being released. Like, you haven't had time to sit with that music, Mm. to sit with the songs, hear the lyrics. Like, I'll say for myself... There's some times where I only catch a lyric or the meaning behind a lyric or a bar or something. Right. Like five months down the line of listening to an album because I listened to it in a specific mood I was mm. in now right. or in a certain mode that I wouldn't have in the previous five months. Yeah. This so, is the thing. Like, um, I saw I saw the JBP boys <laughs> giving Maul shit about that. Like, like, like I think they're reviewing... I don't know, someone, right? Yeah. Oh no, it was it was Eminem. I know why he said that because I know it's Eminem because he said, um, it was just too many words. Like this was Maul's review of the album. It's just too many words, man. Like nigga, you're recording on Friday. <laughs> the album came out on Friday. What? He's like, no, there's no replay value. Nigga, it's been a day. How do you know that there's no replay value? Exactly. <laughs> like, all of these guys are looking at him like, dude, the album's been out for nine hours. Can you just, like, give, like, some sort of constructive review on what you heard? But anyways, yeah, it just, people, 
I don't want to waste too much time on that. I think we should just get straight to music yeah. if we are going to have a second half of this show. All right, let's, let's, let's get into the music. Do you have your pick? Uh, I'm still looking for one. Do you have a pick? I do. What is it called? Uh, it's Usher. You make me wanna. Okay. Okay. It's Usher. Taking it back to the 90s. Yeah, man. Let me see. I didn't uh, thingy. What's her name? Summer Walker do the remix of this with Usher. She sure did. Okay, here we go. This is Usher with You Make Me Wanna. That was Usher off 1997's My Way with You Make Me Wanna. Mm, That's a nice song. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Usher. Usher, baby. Does he still have herpes? I don't think you ever lose herpes. Mm. (laughs) So he does have herpes. (laughs) He has herpes. That's crazy. (laughs) If he had it, then he still has it. Yeah. (laughs) Man. I mean, he's Usher. He he won't have trouble finding love, even with herpes. Anyway, <laughs> I've got a pick. You guys know, if you've been listening to the show, I always pick music from our shores of Africa. So, today, I've got a song by a young South African artist. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's spelled E-L-I-Z-E-E, but one of the E's has that little accent on top of it. L-E-J. So it might be Elijah, Elize, Elijah, Elise. Elise. <laughs> but yeah, this comes from his album Black Sheep, which is also spelled B L K S H P. Black Shop. Black Sheep. <laughs> yeah, so Black Sheep, uh, the song is called Don't Call Me. Enjoy it. What if I want to call you? Mm. Ring that line. It's kind of rude. <laughs> 
Project Black Sheep. Anyway, let's get into a shorter second half. Yeah. So we spent quite a lot of time on that first first topic. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, that was a really it, the conversation needed to be had. Uh, mm. Here on YGFP, we don't shy away from topics. You know, YGFP ninety nine point thousand. Ninety nine point thousand. Yeah, it's AM radio, not FM. <laughs> <laughs> the AM stations are usually the trash <laughs> stations, bro. Um, oh man, this is something that we probably should have discussed uh, during the first half. No, but give all it of, to us. All of my topics kind of followed the same trend today. Um, so this is like, how do you feel about people who deactivate their Twitter? Uh, when there's st- when they start being accused of things. <sighs> Liguala. Exactly, my. You thoughts. guys are being cowards, huh? <laughs> you were so brazen <laughs> in doing your accusatory things. Yeah. But then you run when the fire is there. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> is that a vendor thing, or I guess I guess there's nothing there's nothing really more that you can say on that subject. I think we've covered cancel culture enough for one day. Like, yeah, that's just one of those things I want to know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I we, saw. We can move on. I now. saw this past week as well. Mm-hmm. There was a YouTube couple. Mm-hmm. Um, what are their names? Tadiwa and Crystal. Yeah, so Tadiwa and Crystal got cancelled. They deactivated their YouTube channel. They both ran away from social media. They ran away. <laughs> yeah, they they also ran away. They also liguala cowards, <laughs> because 
the some guy called Tadiwa. I only found out about these people this past week. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you two thousands kids have some weird faves favorites that you follow. <laughs> like, I've never heard of them up until this past week. So apparently, and this, wait, do you know them? So apparently, what? this Tadiwa guy is like the world's greatest boyfriend. Or he was because <laughs> he got accused, <laughs> right? He got uh, accused also of doing some predatory stuff this past week. Right? Back, Actually, he was accused last year during the rape list being formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I guess, this is our topic for today. The rape list—that's a crazy term, yeah. bro. Like, so, oh god. So man. he was also on that rape list, right? Mm. He was accused. And then it, it sparked up again this past week. I don't know why. Because people say that his ex-girlfriend is apparently, like, still stuck up on him. Mm. So, anyway, the accusations came back up again this week. They resurfaced. And dudes... And then his girlfriend defended him. This crystal lady. She okay. defended him and said whatever she said. Basically, she came to his defense. And can excuse me, the cancel culture brigade was like, you're a rape apologist because she's defending her boyfriend. Like she said, I believe him. That was what she said in her defense of him. She said, I choose to believe Tadiwa instead of the girl that's accusing him because apparently they tried to reach out to that girl. Like Crystal and Tadiwa went out to that the victim's grandmother's house alleged victim. yeah they <laughs> alleged victim they went to her grandmother's house to try speak to the family they went right. like they approached them in many avenues and they never got to reach the victim the alleged victim mm. and then people said wow so you chose tadiwa the abuser over the victim like you said you'd rather believe him and then they got cancelled this week. So their YouTube channel's over. Their social medias have been deactivated, I think. I think. What I'm happens sure. in the dark will always come to light, man. Mm, Kevin's heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That too. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. it's just it's just wild. Like, yeah, I've learned, man, a lot in the past couple of, I don't know, years that... Dude, everything's going to be exposed, bro. Yeah. Like, truth is the most important thing when it comes to building a brand. uh, And maybe the way you conduct your life as well. It's easy to tell little white lies and get away with them. But the bigger lies? Yeah, that's not going to happen. This this begs the question, though. What happens when a YouTube couple breaks up? Because I saw someone ask this as well. Because people were saying... Let's just say this whole situation ends up in this couple breaking up, right? Uh When your YouTube channel is about being a couple, Mm -hmm. what happens when you split up? How does the channel get shared? Especially if it was a YouTube channel that made money. Um, If I'm the guy and the account was made under my email address, that shit's mine, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my 3,000 subscribers. It's all mine, bro. What what can you You're do? You just gonna bro? change the content on the subscribers. Exactly. Like, wh- from, how can you? You can't split subscribers from bro. from couples channel to welcome to my gaming channel. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> just like just that. Just like that. 
just like that. Yeah, I've always wondered if those people think like that. Like, what happens what can to the do? ownership of this this business? Ultimately, it it's a business, a business. If but, you break up. But the thing is, the people who you have as your subscribers want to see the two of you together. That's the whole reason why they're there. Yeah. So your personal brand isn't going to matter to them unless they like the content of your personal brand. Like That's true. Like... Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do, man. Start your own page, build your own following. I wonder, easier said than done. Then <laughs> I want to know, why do people believe that, like, these YouTube couples and stuff, why do they believe that they're, like, couple goals? Hashtag relationship goals. Because I thought it was pretty common knowledge that people only show us the nice parts of their relationship on the internet. Obviously. They don't show us the bad. Yeah. But why do people say their goals? Like, I want that relationship. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what these people do to each other when the cameras aren't there. They like what's being shown. I don't, like, obviously, you can't show your entire relationship in a 10-minute video on YouTube, but people go to those pages because they like what they're being shown. Like, you know, the cuteness, the little looks in the eye. Like, people get a rush from seeing that. Like, oh my god, I wish I had something like that. But, I mean, like, yeah, like you're saying, dude, relationships are a lot harder than making 10-minute videos of cuteness yeah. on, on YouTube, bro. So, I don't know. They like what they're being shown. Hmm, I guess so. Yeah. I, mean, I see Eddie's on her phone. Did, 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 you, did you check it out? Did you check out this <laughs> Tadawa and Crystal thing? Mm, I so they share an IG account as well. And their uh, YouTube yeah, channel? Yeah, a, fan a fan account? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, so I guess it got them niggas out of here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> did you see the Miss SA Top 35? No, I did not have a son of the violator. I Enlighten it. me. Yeah, very beautiful woman on Are there. Are they? Well, let's check that out, man. Mm, yeah. Uh, let's, actually, let's look at it. I want to pick who I, I'm rooting for. <laughs> of course, this is just based on their appearances. <laughs> I don't know anything about these women. <laughs> so. This is a bit misogynistic. <laughs> such is the pageant world. Yeah, Pat, Richard, and Archie. Patriarchy. Right. Ah, <laughs> got you, man. When you said that, I didn't understand that, bro. Pat, Richard, and Archie, got you, got you, yeah. got you, got you, got you, got you. Uh, okay. Let's see, Miss SA Top Twenty Five. Searching for her on Twitter is not a good idea. Top Thirty Five. It's gonna be Twenty Five soon. I mean, ten of you bitches have to go home. <laughs> not bitches. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> ten you of. They get us canceled. Okay, I apologize. Oh. They are not bitches. <laughs> they are respectable women. So ten of the contestants, ten of these, ten of these beautiful contestants are gonna have to go home. Well, in essence, thirty, thirty-two, because you have three winners, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You have the winner, and then the two Runners princesses. Up. Yeah. Is that correct? We're looking at you, Addy. Is that correct? <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> okay. Eddie said, "Are you talking to me or bitches?" <laughs> I apologize. 
to everyone out there for calling the contestants bitches. <laughs> but yes, I do sincerely apologize about that. Just did a that. whole part about you know patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm saying we did a whole part about patriarchy. But I'm still learning, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. I am still in development. Yes, we're still learning. We're not perfect. So, Oh do excuse God. me when I do fall victim to patriarchal slips of the tongue. Oh my you know. God. This girl's beautiful. Lebuchang Mashangu. Oh my goodness. Okay. Did you find the top 35? Yeah, I found it, bro. It's on missa.co.za. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that website right now. Yeah, scroll, 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 scroll. Okay. I can't see their picture. Oh, here yeah, they are. Yeah, when you scroll more. You okay. Them. First of all, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, that's for not all the black girls are fine, bro. <laughs> yeah, but that's just me. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I'm rooting for everybody that's fine, bro. Yeah, like, so, while they can take, take a backseat to that shit, nigga. <laughs> uh, I see here. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, Caesar is thirsting over the top 35. One, yeah, yeah, dude. Um... Oh my goodness. And she's 23. She's my size, dude. She's your size. She's my size, dude. Anyways, our, our listeners can't see these people, so. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just telling our listeners my favorite. What did you say? Yeah, tell us your favorite, bro. Yeah, it's a trap, also. <laughs> <laughs> What um, does she have that I don't? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be rooting for this lady by the name of Lisedi Pala. Mm-hmm. She has a good profile picture on the website. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And after Lisedi, everyone that's black. And yeah. after everyone that's black, uh, Gabriella Koopman. You look. Let me see you. You look the next best thing to black. Looks colored. She's not that fly though, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm rooting in a racial structure. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you something, Bruce. Let me ask you something, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, I changed my. Uh, I'm rooting for Carla Peters after yes, everyone that's black. Yes, she is fine, bro. Right. Carla Peters, yeah. Yeah, after everyone that's black. I want to ask you something real quick, bro. Let me ask you something. You're on. Some island in the Philippines, bro. Stranded. Yeah, sounds like Survivor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, congratulations, Tom. He won that shit. I'm trying to get on Survivor. I'd like to be on Survivor. I believe I would win. You believe that? I believe I would be able to play the social game to a T. I might not win the physical challenges. Hold on. I might not win <coughs> the puzzle challenges, but I will win the social game like a master. Let me ask you this, because Survivor, that's a whole other chat, bro. Yeah. I want to ask you, you're on this island, you get there, and there are, dude, there are like 10 chicks, dude. Not even 10, let's just say there, there are 5 chicks. There are 2 black chicks, 2 white chicks, and a colored or an Indian, right? And mm. then the 2 black chicks are not fine. And then the rest are fine. (laughs) 
are you still gonna go for the black chicks just because they're black or because like like are you gonna go for the other chicks that are actually fine I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Well, Sonny, that's not what I'm asking. That's not, I'm not asking who you would root for. I'm asking you who you would go for. I'm going to go for everyone that's black. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my okay, God. but personally, personally, I'm not attracted to white women. Are you attracted to colored women? Now, when I say this, right, I'll answer your question, mm-hmm. your next one. Mm-hmm. When I say this, I'm not saying that I can't see when a white woman is beautiful. Right. But... It doesn't arouse me. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I see a beautiful black woman, when I see Eddie or someone else right. that's beautiful and black, I get aroused. Like, I get that, mm, I want her. But then, <laughs> why is everyone in the room looking like this? But first, I'm asking you a simple question. No, listen. No, no, listen. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Let me explain, right? Before I plead the fifth. Right? So, so when I see a beautiful white woman, right? When I see since I'm still on this essay, when I see Annika Myberg, mm-hmm. I'm like, Annika's gorgeous. Right. Beautiful. But it does nothing for me. Like, I'm not like, I want that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get it's you. even the same with colored women. When I see them, I'm like, oh, she's beautiful. Or an Indian woman. I'm like, oh, she's beautiful. But there's nothing that's like, I want that. Like, I don't have that arousal. Okay. But with black women, I get that arousal. Okay, but my question, my so, original question was: <laughs> So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna choose the black women, even though they're less fine. Oh my, you are, bro, nah, 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 They don't look like that. I don't understand. Unless you're telling me they look like that cartoon, that Disney one, watch it, Notre Dame. That hunchback. Oh, the hunchback. The hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Like, that's a different story, right? Yeah. Like, if they looked something like that. Mm -hmm. But if they just okay. No, I'm saying that they're not fine. I'm saying that they're they're unattractive. They're the opposite of attractive. Well, then I'll be like that other video of that guy on the school bus who's like, she's gorgeous to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. What the hell, dude? Okay, nah, fine. To each his own, man. I, I, I don't. I don't know. know. Or maybe my taste would change. Look, obviously. Look, let me say it like this: When I was younger, uh-huh. and I went to primary school with lots of white kids, I thought white girls were everything. I, I did right? too. Yeah. I was aroused by white women. Yeah. And then when I got out of school and I went into varsity and I was surrounded by black women. Mm-hmm. Then I lost interest in white women, mm-hmm. and I was only interested in black women. Mm. So maybe on this island, where there's two black women, and everyone else is white or other races, mm-hmm. and those other races are all beautiful, maybe I'll become attracted to them. I think it's a environment thing. Yeah, I I agree. I I had the same thing. I think maybe we might have touched on on it in another podcast. In our school, it was mainly just white kids, dude. Yeah. And the options that you had for girls to be your girlfriend <laughs> were white girls, incidentally. So you ended up just being attracted to white girls because you weren't exposed to any black girls. As soon as I got to like varsity, bro, where everybody is black, you're like, whoa, what have I been missing out on, bro? Like, yeah. Black girls are, dude, they're everything, bro. Exactly. But I didn't lose interest in white girls. That's the difference. 
I was, still, I was still like, okay, I know which white girls are fine. It's not like, like I know which ones are fine, and those are the ones that I fuck with. Yeah. But then the black girls were just overwhelmingly like everywhere, bro. Just, just so fine everywhere, just butts, just everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, well, okay. I'm I'm happy. What do you have anything uh, else for us? If you knew mm-hmm. that, let's say you get in a relationship, right? And you're discussing your past. How would you feel if you knew that your partner once was with a white guy? Doesn't affect me. <laughs> it's just like, know. like how how could it possibly affect me? <laughs> that is a, it is a video. Uh, like <laughs> I don't understand. Is this a trap, bro? Like what are you trying to ask me right now? <laughs> how could it possibly affect me? I want to find out if I have this video actually. Uh, mm. <laughs> like I don't understand. What's are you trying to like set me up or Eddie? Do you know what he's going on about this guy? Yeah. Uh, to to answer C's were saying he wouldn't mind. Let me let me play this. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Yeah, I heard you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> Right. Um, I'm joking. I wouldn't feel anyway. Like, I just saw it on Twitter. Like someone played this video of Doctor Uma. We all know Doctor Uma oh. is the guy that advocates for black people. Power to him. He and, is so extra, bro. Like right. I, I could do without Doctor Uma. Bro. And so someone once was saying, like, there's some girl, right, who was like quoting in the comment section of some white guy's picture. It was a black lady. Mm-hmm. And she was basically putting heart eye emojis. And then people <laughs> responded with Dr. Uma quotes and stuff like, how are you going to love your oppressor? <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> I just wanted to see what you'd say. Oh, dude. Nah, man. Like, dude, I understand um, diversity in our country, bro. Like, if if a girl hasn't, I don't want to say that they'd be, you know, ignorant or anything, but like I wouldn't mind that a girl explores outside of her race, especially if she lives in such a racially diverse country. So it really wouldn't affect me. If we're going to answer this question like seriously, <laughs> it really yeah. wouldn't affect me if she's been with an Indian guy or a colored guy or a white guy. It just there's really like it just shows that she's open-minded about these types of things. Yeah, I agree. If anything, it's yeah, it's it's probably a turn on that she's open-minded. Anyway, um, I have nothing else. I have nothing else either. Uh, we can sign off the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's sign off anyway, the show. Let me just find Wale quick. Are we are we rooting for everybody that's black? Definitely. It's about time. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, I don't want to listen to Shine. Mm-mm. No, no, <laughs> don't disrespect Shine in my I'm presence. I'm joking, man. I love Shine. <laughs> Shine had hit CC White. Oh man, Cocaine White is probably the most beautiful songwriting I've heard, dude. Ever metaphorically po- because poetic, metaphoric. Yeah, yeah like man. he just made cocaine a person in that song, which is wild. You should also listen to Jesus Peace on Gifted. It's mm. also a very metaphoric. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, Wale's discography goes crazy, bro. It goes hard. Shout man. out to Wale. Anyway. We're signing out, everyone. Uh, shout out to 
Allison. Mm. Shout out to Eddie. Mm. Shout out to Shout out to Cyril Ramaphosa, I guess. He's doing the best he can under these tough times for our country. So shout out to our president for showing great leadership. Yep, yep. And shout out to everyone that's black. Shout out to everyone keeping the good fight going for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And to everyone fighting against gender-based violence. We see you. Uh, we acknowledge you. I see Sia was kind of upset about your comments last week. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Sia believed that there was no double standard mm. with what happened if the Zozibini and Bianca situation about What, what exactly was his point there? What, what was he? No, he was just saying that basically because the white lady, even though she copy-pasted the jokes because she's white and she said, nigger, mm-hmm. it's racist. Which, yes, I get because you're white and you say niggas racist. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying there was a double standard in terms of how they were cancelled. But I don't know. I mm-hmm. guess we need to okay. sit down yeah, with yeah, him yeah. and have this chat. Because it's very tough to see what people are actually saying on social media. Yeah, I think... Dude, I think a teenage girl of 14 uh, copying and pasting a nigger joke... And it wasn't really a nigger joke in that kind of way, but okay, let's say it was. And a t- an 18-year-old girl copy-pasting a rape joke. I think those two things are on equal uh, levels of reprehensibility, but that, that could just be me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, social capital <coughs> plays a large role in this as well. Yeah, like I said, yeah. so we're not just talking about white versus black. We're talking about Miss South Africa, Miss Universe, mm. Zosie mm. Bini, a mm. person that brought so much pride to South Africa. Mm. So whatever she does, she can't do no wrong. Let's just understand that. She has so much social capital that she will be forgiven for any transgressions she makes. The only thing she can do that will make people not like her is if she literally was to be caught on video camera killing children, God forbid. Let me ask you an, a little question before we sign out, right? Do we, how do we feel about the word nigga in South Africa versus insensitive rape jokes in South Africa? Because if I'm like, if if I'm to think about this really critically, I've spoken to a lot of black people who don't care about the word nigga, right? Yeah. Uh, South African uh, yeah. black people, but. The rape thing is such a sensitive topic in our country that that might even outweigh some little white girl saying the word nigger in Definitely. jest. By the way, I I'm fully with that. Uh. Like, we shouldn't be joking about rape, making light of it. Like, if yeah. a white person of South Africa says nigger, mm-hmm. whatever. If in the midst of what's going on with rape and yeah. GBV, yeah. we've got other pri- like yeah. higher priorities. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So no, I just wanted to get your me. thoughts on that. Okay, cool. Anyway, shout out to everyone. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Yes. Please, please, please do go and like it. You know, Apple Podcasts, we can, you can rate us there. Mm-hmm. Give us good stars. I'd like you to give us five. But I think I'll, we're worth five. But I'll accept 4.9. <laughs> so, yeah, give us good reviews. Like us. Follow us on Spotify. And, yeah. Just fuck with our content, man. Because we do this for you. Indeed.
anyway we love you guys it's been great stay been safe great. out there stay stay protected wash sanitize your hands social distance wear your max yeah and also guys eat healthily like build your immune system i don't think they're really telling people yeah guys yeah, vitamin c take eat care of fruits, your immune systems eat balanced diets yeah and get a lot of sleep get a good eight hours of sleep in yeah that's good for your immune system anyways that's episode 53 was hit us with some sumi i'm rooting for everybody that's black let's go Bootsy Bellow with hella the hoes Tryin' think what I'ma tell them when they get alone I'm a glutton for women I shouldn't yearn for Shouldn't be tempted, but baby, I like to hurt Or maybe cause I was searching, I found me the perfect person But me and her didn't work out, she buried what you work for And I carry the bitterness of a cola nut Now, Jerry and shit, my parents never showed much Women are probably could've been a feminist Cause I respect them, but Lord, I got polygamy problems The hoodie come from Barney's, spending money is therapeutic The way the shit, they don't think that you care to buy So we buy Prada, Balenciaga like it is not a Enough Ferrari, my favorite's God and tax problems Pierre Moss, I dropped 10 on my last visit And half that up in sacks, our favorite black businesses Assuming I'm rooting for everybody